Saturday morning, 6.40. I'm in the car headed to Monroe, about to do some running on the trails down there. I'm super excited because it's been probably three, maybe four weeks since I've been down there. Well, I think about three. So, feeling pretty good this morning. Definitely feeling those lunges and uh, push presses and snatches from yesterday. Um, I took Emma for a walk this morning. We had a good long walk. It's a nice warm morning, about 70 degrees, kind of breezy. So we just had a good easy walk, probably about 5.30 I think we went out. And, uh, and then when I got back from that, I did some stretching, just trying to get the legs stretched out. My hamstrings are super sore um, and quads. So stretched those and my route this morning, so I do about a mile before I get into kind of the more technical trails. So uh, just about a mile warm up. So that'll be good. Just get kind of nice and warm up. It is totally dark right now. I'm, I didn't bring a headlamp or anything. I'm hoping it'll get a little lighter by the time I start going. But probably by the time I get there, uh, get parked, get to the bathroom, get done, get running, it'll be about 7 and should be light. So, um, but yeah, just feeling really good. Last night I had a few pieces of margarita pizza, which is one of my favorite pre-race, pre-long run meals because it's just simple, not a ton of, you know, no meat, just some carbs and uh, protein from the cheese and a little bit of sauce. So I had that. Uh, I had a really bad headache last night, so I ended up going to bed about 8 o'clock and woke up at about 4.30. So good night's sleep. And this morning, we're out of, like, bananas. Normally, I would eat, like, a piece of toast with peanut butter or banana. Um, but we're out of bananas, so I had... So I was going to make the peanut butter toast, but then I realized I had an Uncrustable that I thawed on Thursday uh, that I ended up not eating. And then just yesterday, I had kind of no reason to eat. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to eat that for breakfast with some coffee. And I actually feel really pretty good right now. Um, so that may be something for like definitely traveling to races something that's just super easy to you know just open up a package and eat it it's just a basically a tiny little pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I had a couple of those on the Ironman bike course and I'm planning to use them during the uh, longer distances like during the big dog 50k the wild azalea 27 miler which is just self-supported run and then during the rocky 50 so I don't know, I don't want to burn myself out on them, but I really like them just as just something like light to eat. A lot of times if I have to do an afternoon run, that's what I'll have for lunch. I'll have an Uncrustables and some Pringles. You know, we're talking like 10, 15 Pringles uh, just to have something, just something on the stomach, but nothing too heavy. So I don't know, that an Uncrustable with a banana and some coffee for breakfast may be a good option before a long run. It's definitely easy to, uh, easy to eat, easy to digest. That'll happen pretty quickly this morning, so that was good. But So overall feeling good. Um, I think just kind of being back into a normal routine this week. For the most part, I was out earlier in the week because of some sickness, but just getting back um, more to a normal schedule has me feeling good for this morning, and I'm really excited to next week get back uh, kind of full on back into the normal schedule. I'm hoping on Thursday my leg will be okay enough to go uh, back to the pool. I've not been swimming in weeks, 
but I would really like to get that uh, kind of just cross training and lactic acid flushing back into the routine. So overall feeling good about today's run. I've got my Innovate uh, pack loaded up with a couple gels. I got my bottles. I got one bottle with Powerade Hornet juice mix, another bottle of just water, and uh, I think they're both about 15 ounces. So my goal for today is to eat both gels. I want to eat one about 45 minutes in, one about an hour and a half in, just to get used to doing that every 45 minutes. Um, I don't know that during the longer distances I'll do it every 45 minutes. I think that's just a lot of gels on the stomach, but I want to get in the practice. Definitely these two, three hour runs, getting uh, into the habit of eating gels consistently. So I'm going to sign off, but I'm sure I'll check back in uh, later on this morning with how the run went. Alrighty, Meredith here about 9 o'clock Saturday morning. Just finished up my run and my goal was two hours. I actually called it about one hour 45 minutes in, so pretty close, but not quite two hours. I uh, I don't know, my longest run over the past three weeks has been 40 minutes, so maybe it was a little ambitious to try to jump up to two, but I just didn't have the endurance in me. I don't know if I, maybe that Uncrustables wasn't enough this morning, need the banana too. But, uh, yeah, I just was just tired and just felt like my form was really failing and I was wanting to just walk. So I ended up walking a little bit, but then at 1.45 was back by the car. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to end it here and not try to push myself too fast back into this. So I still got a lot of time to build back mileage up. I'm supposed to do three hours next Saturday. So we'll see how that goes. Me, uh, I'm going to do that on the roads in Sterlington at home. I'm planning to do like a one hour loop coming back by our house. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But hopefully I'll be back up uh, to that point by then. Because I've got this marathon coming up soon. But uh, the big thing I wanted to test out today was my new uh, Innovate hydration pack. And I love the pack. The bottles, though, were, are pretty big. I think they're like 15, 20 ounces, something like that. And it's just a lot of liquid bouncing around. So you've got two, kind of one on each side. And it sits kind of right under the rib cage. And um, when I first started, actually, I knew when, like, when I was first got the pack and testing everything out, trying to figure out how everything worked, there's these little straps that go over the... Um, like the little nipple part of the bottle that hold it in. And for some reason, I just didn't put those over the bottle. So the first few steps of running, the bottles just shot out. So I had to pick those up, get them in, try to figure out how to get them locked back in. Um, so once I, so the, all, the whole point is, I think the next time I take the pack out, I'm going to not use those bottles. I'm going to use just my handheld Nathan bottle, which I love because it fits, um, right in the palm of your hand and the way it straps is like you don't have to hold it it just kind of holds itself to your hand if that makes any sense um, and the way the bottle is is it's a soft flask so even if you have half the bottle uh, empty you can just blow air into it and it doesn't slosh around so um, and it's just super easy to take a few sips while running with these bottles anytime I wanted to just take a sip I had to stop walk unhook the, the button thing, pull the bottle out, drink, put it back in, put the thing back out. So it just was an ordeal and I ended up not drinking a whole lot, which may be why, um, just didn't get a whole lot of energy today, but, 
So it was a pretty cool morning. It rained a little bit off and on and then really cooled down after that. So really perfect fall morning. Um, but I'm super glad I tested those bottles out because I love the pack itself. And then there at the end, I just emptied the bottles and carried them in my hands and just ran with the pack. And it's great to have gels, um, you know, be able to put like a headlamp in there for when I, you know, I'm done using it. Just put a headlamp in there, put an extra layer. So definitely love the pack. I'm going to use that. But I think I'm going to try it without the bottles next week's long run and just do, use the handheld. And then I might even see if I can just like stick the handheld down in that bottle uh, holder and see if it fits better. You know, and I might not have to get all strapped in, but I, two bottles was not in the sloshing. My gosh, I have a, um, I, like a nervous bladder. And so the sloshing was unreal the whole time. And I was just like, man, do I have to go to the bathroom or is it just come here in the sloshing? So, um, I don't know, but we'll see. So we'll get that dialed in, but overall good run. Really glad to be back out there, back on the trails. I did them. I feel like every time I run the trails, I do it a different way, and it looks different, feels new, but it was so good to be back out there um, after a few weeks off, so headed to Starbucks now to grab some coffee and maybe an uh, almond croissant. Those things are so good. All right, well, I almost just solved my bottle problem because I just drove out of the park, and they were on the hood of, I left them on the hood of my car. And they flew off, uh, but I was able to grab them from the parking lot without running over them or having anyone else run over them or me. Uh, so that was good. But, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of them, but definitely don't want to see them go. They're good bottles, especially I think next week what I'm going to do um, is set up like a little aid station in our driveway for my three one-hour loops. Have one with water, one with fuel, and then that way I can refill my water bottle. Uh, that I'm going to carry and then just take a sip of the Gatorade Hornet juice mix uh, when I come through. So definitely like the bottles and want to keep them. <laughs> but one strange thing that happened this morning um, was when I pulled up to the parking lot at the park where I always park over by the tennis courts. Um, I love parking right there because that's where a lot of people park to either run or bike. So you can always just talk with people and meet people who are, uh, you know, doing kind of like-minded things. So I park and it was so funny because I was looking up on my phone. I saw a Jeep Grand Cherokee yesterday that had like this sunroof that went, um, like kind of down the, it looks like to be like the whole roof, uh, or a pretty big part, you know, it was like a long sunroof rather than the sideways one, if that makes any sense. But so I thought, well, maybe that's how they're um, making the sunroofs in the newer models and I really like I like the idea of getting a Wrangler but then also like the idea of a Jeep, Jeep Grand Cherokee and so I don't know we just got Chad a new truck so we're not in the market at all for getting me something definitely want to wait a couple years save up um, this little Liberty I've got still got some life in it so I'm sitting there I sat in the parking lot it was pitch blackout so I was like well, I've got a little bit of time before heading out because I just want to let the sun come up a little bit. So I was sitting there, I pulled up the Jeep website just to look at the Grand Cherokee and I hear a lady like approaching my door because I just kind of opened up the door slightly and this lady was like, I don't want to startle whoever's in this car. So I opened up the door and I was like, hey, you know, can I help you? And she was like, what year? Or she's like, what kind of Jeep is this? And I said, it's a Jeep Liberty. And she said, what year is it? So it's a 2012, I bought it new, 2012. 
And she was like, I love this car. This is exactly what we're looking for for my son. Um, are you interested in selling it? And I was like, I was like literally am just looking at the Jeep website <laughs> for a new Grand Cherokee. I said, but unfortunately, you know, not really in the market right now. Um, drink some water. I said, not really in the market right now to buy. And so I hadn't even thought about selling it. Um, never thought about selling it just to someone. But she was like, you know, my son just turned 16. We're looking at getting him a car. She said, I have a Jeep Wrangler. My husband has a Grand Cherokee. And she had a really nice uh, Wrangler that she had a big bike rack on and everything. And she uh, was doing a half Ironman next weekend. So she was doing her last brick training run, ride, ride then run today. So we talked about that for a little while. But um, she was like, yeah, you know, here's my name and number. If you're interested in selling it in the next year or so, just send me a message and if we're still in the market you know we'll look at it but she said this is exactly what we're looking for the same color the same year she's like we want to get wanted to give a newer one but this is the last year they made the model so it was totally random and crazy so i don't know i'm gonna mention that as chad when i get home i may be getting that grand cherokee sooner than i thought but probably not because we gotta get his truck situated first but um yeah overall pretty random but you never know what's gonna happen so now I'm at Starbucks, about to head in and get uh, some breakfast. Alright, Starbucks was crazy. It is a pretty small store and it gets really kind of crowded on Saturday mornings, but I like going in there um, just because I like Starbucks, but also just seeing people, you never know who you're going to see. Um, and But this one man, gosh, he was like throwing a fit because they forgot, they didn't put whipped cream in his venti green tea frappuccino i was like oh man if i think i would just have to let it go um let's see passing a cop i never know if it's illegal to talk on your cell phone so i always think that okay they they're passed so i never know if they're gonna think i'm talking on a cell phone which i am um but if that's like a ticketable offense so anyway so in the starbucks when i was there waiting um i saw this couple and their kids and I actually met uh, the girl, her name's Allie Taylor, at a conference, local like women's conference, a couple years ago here. And it, she has a crazy story. She's probably, I don't know, maybe like 27, 28, so pretty young. And she is a breast cancer survivor. Um, she was diagnosed early on, you know, I think like kind of early 20s. Uh, and then through her treatment and everything, she was basically told that she would you know be infertile and that there's no way they would be able to have kids but then she uh so they adopted and adopted a little girl then she got pregnant and then while she was pregnant like at the same time the adoptive or the biological mom of their adopted daughter got pregnant again contacted them and said you know, I'm pregnant again. Would you want to adopt this other baby? So kind of crazy story is that they really kind of thought they would have no kids. And then they ha now they have three kids. So it was Allie. I think her husband's name is Josh. And their three kids were there in Starbucks. And so, but so long story short, so I heard her speak at this thing two years ago. And I think they may have been in the process of adopting their oldest daughter. Or they may have had her. But, you know, their lives really changed then basically she had her baby and the 
biological mom of their second adopted daughter had her baby like at the same time, right around the same time, uh, in the same month. So basically they have like twins, but from, you know, different moms. Um, so just a crazy story. They're actually featured on a TLC show. And so, you know, I was just like, Hey, you know, I don't want to be weird or anything, but you know, just congratulations on everything that's happened to y'all. It's been, I know just kind of a crazy couple years and I'm just so happy for you. And they, they're like, Oh, thank you. You know, for saying something. And, uh, cause I was like, I recognize you. I heard you speak at this conference and just, you know, hearing you speak then and then seeing, you know, y'all here today with your whole family. It's just really pretty neat. And they're like, yeah, you know, thanks so much for, for saying something. And the Josh, he was like, he was like, I wanted to talk to you as soon as you walked in. He said, I saw your Iron Man tattoo. Cause I have a, the Iron Man M dot on my right calf. And he was like, you know, I got into triathlons and said, I really wanted to do one, but then everything got so crazy and w I haven't done one, but so I was like, yo, you know, you can still do one. And so, so that was just a fun kind of conversation. You never know who you're going to see, but I'm headed home now. I've got some flat whites. I got one for me, one for Chad. I actually texted Chad when I got done with the run. and was like, hey, uh, do you want something from Starbucks? And he said, yeah, a flat white. And I had totally forgotten that they even had those. I loved those a couple years ago. It's basically like an upside down latte, if that makes any sense. Um, but it's really good. And so that's, I was like, you know, I'm going to get one of those myself. And I love their almond croissants. But they said, for whatever reason, they're like off the menu, but they should be coming back. So I got a cheese Danish, which, you know, probably going to totally undo everything I just did calorie-wise burning, but that's all right. I'm going to have this Danish, I'm going to get home, have some blueberries, and then go to the grocery store, because we definitely need to get some more food in the house. But yeah, I'm about to start enjoying this cheese Danish right about now. I was just about to take a bite of my cheese danish when I open up the bag and it's a freaking spinach feta wrap. <laughs> How I stood in that Starbucks for probably 15 minutes waiting on our drinks and never realized that it was not danish. I'm so mad. And I actually, I was pretty sure I saw them give it to someone else. But then I thought, well, maybe she just got a cheese danish too. But I think they gave her my cheese danish and they gave me the freaking spinach trap. If I was not against littering, I would throw this out the window. I'm so mad, but that's okay. I'll get some waffles or something at home. But damn, I am mad. This, uh, it smells, it actually smells kind of good. And that's why I thought it was the danish, but dang it. I might see if Chad wants it. It's about three o'clock Saturday afternoon. I'm out running errands. Uh, after I got home from the run, I uh, made some scrambled eggs and some cinnamon rolls to make up for the cheese danish debacle. And Chad did not want the spinach feta wrap, so we unfortunately just threw that away, which was kind of wasteful, but I don't know, not really either of our thing. So, uh, after eating, I went and, um, cleaned the house, did some laundry, did some dishes, just did a bunch of stuff that needed to be done. And uh, it felt good to just get all that done. And my legs, so it's about 3 o'clock now, my legs are so sore. I went, um, so I'd run some errands, had to go to Target, about to go to the pharmacy, then to Walmart, get some groceries. And getting in and out of my car at Target was way more challenging than I thought it would be. And kind of alarming, but I think it's because just that octane workout yesterday, so many lunges, and then the 
you know, hour, 45 minute run today. I just haven't done anything like that in a while. But um, I, the reason I came on to record was because I forgot to mention this uh, this morning, but one thing I saw that was like simultaneously really neat on the run this morning and also simultaneously kind of freaked me out was I saw an owl. So I was running through the trails, it's like a kind of heavily wooded area, and I saw a really large bird flying. And at first I thought it was a hawk. Uh, because I just thought, you know, okay, it's a bird with like a pretty big wingspan. And then I, it landed on a branch and it was an owl. And for some reason, owls really freak me out. Like it just seems like they shouldn't be able to fly because they've got such, such square, stocky bodies, but an impressive wingspan. Um, now that I've seen it up close. So it just sat on a branch, just looking at me. And I was on a part of a trail that kind of winds around and I kept looking up trying to see like, is it going to come swooping down? And thankfully it didn't. And then I lost sight of it. And then that really weirded me out. So I just got out of that section pretty quickly. But yeah, pretty neat. I mean, you never know what you're going to see a few weeks ago. The last time I was out there, I saw a fox. And um, there are some real swampy areas back there. And you're never like running through them, but you're always fairly close. And so I, I don't think it would be odd at all to see like an alligator from a distance or snakes or turtles or any kind of, you know, river creature like that so I don't know it's pretty neat but definitely would want to be like vigilant and kind of careful of my surroundings but um yeah seeing that owl was pretty neat